There's magic in the air this evening, magic in the air. The world is at her best, you know, when people love and care. The promise of excitement is the one the night will keep. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous with a burst of pleasure. We feel it all right. It's the season when the saints can employ us (laughs) to spread the news about peace and to keep love alive. The world has got a smile today, the world has got a glow. There's no such thing as strangers when a stranger says hello. And everyone is family, we're having so much fun. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous with a burst of pleasure. We feel it all right. It's a season when the saints can employ us to spread the news about peace and to keep love alive. There's something in the wind today that's good for everyone. Yes, faith is in our hearts today. We're shining like the sun. And everyone can feel it, the feeling's running deep. Uh After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. And it's the the longest introduction to the show ever. I'm pretty sure we have time for And that's it. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank Thank you you to our guest, Frizz Frizzle. We really appreciate you you being here. That, now, I, I I appreciate that a lot. Like that is possibly the most effort anyone's ever done to introduce me to a podcast. Right. Thank you. Uh, so let me explain why <laughs> why that happened. Weeks ago, I I as a forty one year old man told my friend Dan uh, that I had finally seen Les Mis. Now, to be fair, it, is, it was the movie version. So it, it's, well, that's what I was listening to in order to it's get its the own notes thing. right. So. Oh, well, to be fair, we could have watched the entirety of Les Mis in the time it took Dan to do that intro. Exactly fair right. And, and I did, actually. I had it <laughs> on Netflix as that was going. And then he's like, oh, cool. Well, you should see this thing. And he sent me your video. He sent yes. me your original one. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And then for some reason... In the in the intervening weeks, all of a sudden, it occurred to me that those two songs met up. So I did. I I was like, uh, with full full credit to you, I made sure to I sent it over to our good friend Jatum, who happens to be a puppet, and he performed it on the, our only live stream that we've ever done. Wow. And, um. So Dan then expanded it and kept going. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you you did the other way around. You did the original lyrics to yes. "Another yes. Sleep Till Christmas." Yeah, I did. Or "One More Sleep Till Christmas." Exactly. So I did you, it so the you, other way around. I took the lyrics yes. from "One More Sleep Till Christmas." Yes. Yes. And put it to do. Do you hear the people sing? But the, the whole point of this is our guest <clears throat> this week. Yes. We don't normally have actual guests, but Frizz Frizzle is with us here this week. Hello from there, England. I'm, I'm Frizz Frizzle from England. You, you are. Thanks for using my full name. You're welcome. <laughs> I. Uh, that's your title, right? That is. <laughs> yeah. All uh, the oldest English people. He, 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 he comes from a long line of from England's. Oh, yes. okay, that's very good to know. <laughs> I'm from the Lincolnshire from England's. Oh, so. sure, sure, sure. Not to be confused with the, the Manchester from England's. Sure, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bit of bit of rivalry. Oh, I bet. Ah, I bet. Ah. 
Um, so you didn't know anything about this before we threw you into the deep end. We sent you, I looked up the term song in our database, and this is the first thing that popped up, and it's disturbing. This is um, a childhood friend who we only call Gribnish, so as not to do anything to her identity, um, improvising the theme song. Wait, to, should we should we yes. not explain why Dan just sang all that? Sure. We haven't well, really mean, explained why. Oh yeah, no, we didn't. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, as yeah, I. Yeah. I don't I, want to alienate. What no, no, no. That's that's that. a very good point. Um, <laughs> why don't you tell people what uh, inspired you then to do the Muppet Show theme song? Uh, but but uh, with the lyrics to uh, My Brain Has Fried. So you tell me the name yes. of the song. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's to the tune of the Muppet theme tune, and it's Empty Chairs at Empty Tables. Thank you. Um, it's one of those songs which are 8787. So you could you could do <laughs> Live in La Vida Loca as well, uh-huh. Uh-huh. if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, ho- a whole bunch of... Um, the, the verses of Animaniacs weirdly fit in as well. Pretty Fly mm-hmm. for a White Guy. Oh, good. Um, so as a musical <laughs> comedian, uh, there's this project I've been working on ever since I started, uh, mm-hmm. which is called Less Miserable which mm-hmm. is taking lame is lyrics and putting them to different happier tunes. Love it. And uh, I've, I've got about eight of them now, which I do as like a 10 minute medley at the end of my uh, like hour long Edinburgh Fringe shows. Oh my God. Um, the, the one I did to Do You Hear, the one I did to Do You Hear The People Sing is uh, Tom's Diner. Uh-huh. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song <laughs> of angry men? It is the music of the, and it just goes on. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that's basically the finale. And uh, one of them, for some reason, blew up on TikTok. Mm. Like, um, I was get I was getting complaints from strangers uh, asking me <laughs> why this lame is miserable Muppet thing was constantly on their for you pages, and I didn't know how to respond. Did you tell um, them that there were only about? 3,000 videos that actually use that sound that they're on a niche trauma TikTok? Did you let them know that? It (laughs) is. um, The Mary Sue, the the website, the article, did a whole Uh article about it, and I have no no idea how they stretched that TikTok to (laughs) 2,000 words. Um, Uh But yeah, it was was a nice little uh, experiment, but because only 3,000 videos use it, I got about um, eight pence from Uh the whole thing. So Uh yes, that's that, that explains why, uh, I, I, but no one's ever done another one, a lame is Muppet thing uh, with their own original thing. What they've done is they've, they've swapped it around like they've done um, um, the Muppet show lyrics to the empty chairs, empty tables mm-hmm. theme. Right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, and then not credited me, uh, which is fair enough. Anyone else could come up with that idea, but that is the first time. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Dan and Jay, for that nonsense. <laughs> I, I approve. <laughs> if, if there's anything we should be known for, it's for, it's for nonsense. <laughs> It's true. It's very true. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <clears throat> technically, the, the 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 this podcast supposedly has a theme, and that is terrible shit we did when we were children. And my, mostly, our, yeah. our young, yeah, mostly me. Our, our young friend Gribnish performed the theme song to Er, which was our quote unquote parody of the television show ER. <laughs> they like to take care of babies. Let's see what they're doing now. They're crying. Oh, 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 oh. Here at the hospital. People are transsexual. We give them breasts enlargements. And maybe a couple of them too. Maybe a couple of balls. Maybe we give them a baby. Maybe we give him a heartache. 
Clooney, et cetera, which, et cetera, which et cetera. I, uh, actually, if you think about it, was yeah. strongly influenced by the doctor sketches on the Muppet Show. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, because yeah, we walk in and we say, you know, this person has heart palpitations, you know, a uh, uh, broken leg, and a bad case of Saturday Night Fever. That kind of thing. Every yeah. time we started one of our Ur sketches, it always had to have every that. time. So very much influenced by the Muppets mm, as well. That's a good so point. I, it's, the Muppets are kind of tying in still. So that's very true. Um, and basically, she sings the many things that happen at her, including um, a non-judgmental uh, section about um, giving you a couple of balls if you're transgender. She used mm-hmm. an old-fashioned term for it. Um, a couple of balls, some boobs, et cetera, et cetera. A, a, a hard dick. Boner. Yes. She sings the word boner several times. Mm-hmm. In a row, yes. Now, re- I'd like to reserve Dan and my judgment because we both know what we think. You, the poor bastard who was thrown into this, I'd like to know your first thoughts on seeing a very young child sing this <laughs> upsetting song that she improvised. I, well, now, now that you've uh, explained that um, uh, is uh, the, the name of the parody, because mm-hmm. uh, for, for a moment, because it's, it's quite a lot of knowledge uh-huh. about the transgender community. And it was mm-hmm. weird seeing a, a child that young having that knowledge, but then not knowing how <laughs> ER was pronounced. Right. Um, <laughs> so, no, that's... Uh, that's that's fine. I'm happy with that. Mm. Um, the, 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 I did write down some lyrics. Um, the, the, the word used, um, th- there is at one point, to do the whole lyrics to the tune of another thing, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, I'm going to sing uh, part of the song uh-huh. um, to the tune of Born to be Wild. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to update one of the words. Um, so Fair. here at the hospital, people are transgender. We give them breast enlargements, and maybe a couple of them too. Maybe a couple of balls, and that's uh, perfect. I'm not going to do it in my live shows, but uh-huh, it's just that's, uh-huh. that, that's what that's what's wrong for me. I also um, th- th- there's also the lyrics like of the things that they can give um, to the transgender yeah. community. Sure, um, a couple of balls. We, we, you already talked about give them a hard dick. <laughs> maybe we give them a baby. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the lines. I was and, wondering uh, that, where that ha- how that would happen. Yeah, that, that, that's when I, I, I lost my confidence in uh, how, how much your friend knew. Uh, but then again, it could, it could, it could be like an adoption clinic or, or anything sure. like that. But, uh, sure. but yes, it's it, it's very difficult. The surgery to give somebody a baby. It's um, like I, 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 that. That's what the right wing people it's, think. It's actually it's like, actually a, it's a, it's a legitimate surgery. If you're ever curious about, it, just Google unbirthing. No. It's, <laughs> Don't you'll find do some results. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, g- g- generally, it's, it's what Fox News think that the transgender community want. Yeah. Yes, and it's like, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah, that I, I sort of, like, phased out at that bit. That's but, fair. It's, but to be fair, like, how, how old was your friend whilst... Uh, I'm going guessing? to guess improvising this song. Oh, definitely oh, improvising. Definitely uh, uh, 10, I don't think we, nine we or very 10. rarely wrote anything. Yeah, no, okay. any of that. Yeah, she was nine or ten, I believe. Well, she had a lot more knowledge than I did when I was nine. Same. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, is the show called Andy over there? That's my question number one. No, no, it's not. But okay. we do have our own uh, continuing drama. It's been going on for 30 years. Okay. And it's called Casualty. Ooh, that's yes. good. 
and there's a one character called Charlie Fairhead, I want to say, but he's uh, he's basically been in the show since the beginning. Um, and and that's because um, I, I don't know because I, I know of American soaps, but I don't know any like uh, do you have um, like American soaps or continuing dramas where there's been one actor in it from the beginning and is still in it today? I think they'll do a thing where they'll bring them back, but after yeah. they're not, they're no longer um, possibly sexualized um, uh, if they're a woman, uh, because obviously men can be sexualized till they're ninety. Uh, but if they're they're a woman, you know, the cutoff's what thirty. I don't know, but they tend to they tend to like kill them off regularly and bring them back from the dead. Yeah. Is that yeah. kind of bullshit? See, see, in our soaps, that doesn't happen. Right. We, we don't have people like as ghosts or back from the dead <laughs> or alien abductions. I think I've heard some soaps have done yeah. that before. Oh yeah, I'm sure. We we don't do that. We, we Ours are sort of grounded in reality. Sure. Um, the sure. only time that people do come back from the dead, I'm doing air quotes, mm -hmm. is when like they die, but we don't see their body. Don't uh, sure, to, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, it's like so, they want to they do three years uh, in the West End on stage and then uh -huh. with the potential of coming back. Uh -huh. So in a, in a soap called Coronation Street, which is I think is our long running, longest yeah. running soap in like yeah. 60 odd years or so, there, there's a character called uh, Ken Barlow who was in episode one back in back in the 1960s. Played and by he still William has, Roke. Thank yeah, you, William Roach, yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, I saw that on the Wikipedia because I looked on there for our thing. We actually okay. do have a long-running one. We do? Okay, we but do. I want to know more about Coronation Street. Yeah, continue. Oh, yeah, well, um, that recently, like, I, I say it's grounded in reality, <clears throat> but oh. in Coronation Street, the soap, at the, uh, the, the plot at the moment is uh, a massive sinkhole has appeared and half the cast have fallen in it. <laughs> so... You know, we, we, it's sort of grounded in reality. And it happened on Halloween. Spooky. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> so good. Holy shit. Yeah, you know, I I feel like I know little about that. I My mother used to watch EastEnders re fairly religiously because they'd show wow. it here, I'm guessing, mm. a year delay back then because it was the yeah. 80s and 90s. Sounds mm. right. That seems, seems like how so, they usually do shit. My mother is obsessed. She's a, an obsessive Anglophile. She lived in England just long enough to make her think she was still English. Uh, yeah. By the time she moved back, you know, she'll she'll still say some things that just are not. Mom, nobody says that in America, and you know it. You know <laughs> it. Be, you, uh, your mom would be a fan of a character called Stacy Slater, mm -hmm. who um, was uh, like a, a long lost sister of one of the characters in EastEnders, mm -hmm. and uh, came out. We're living in America. Came like oh, had a full on American accent, oh, God. but three months later grew out of it. She, <laughs> oh, she'd grown up in America, right, and she came back. And was like, "Howdy, y'all! I'm Stacy Slater." And then three months later, it's hot. Get out of my ink pub, and just full on Cockney, and it happened overnight. That's so phenomenal. Your mum would be a huge fan of her. Yeah, probably. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. I wonder. So contextually, if she's our still longest. Tries to watch it. Yes. So looking. So Wikipedia has all this wonderful information. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. literally an article about the longest serving soap opera actors and actresses. Okay. Mm. Please, I'd like um, to know. So Lucky. I. At, so the longest running. Looks like consecutive actor uh -huh. is a actor named Don Hastings who played Bob Hughes on As the World Turns. Okay, he played Bob Hughes from 1960 to 2010. Oh wow! Okay, Straight. I mean for us, that's, um, yeah, no, that's 50 years. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Helen Wagner played Nancy Hughes on and off for 50 years as well, starting 1956. Okay. There were batches, and then she comes back and ends in 2010. Yeah. Um, but I would say looks like the longest running consecutive and still going person is uh -huh. Leslie Charleston who plays Monica Quartermain sure. in General Hospital started 1977 44 years still going okay hmm. all right S still still beaten handily uh, to be fair think, I, oh I, as the world turns yes ended because and 
as the world turns actually ended in 2010 or else i bet yeah a lot of those a lot of those shows got canned uh, which is weirdly when the that's weirdly when the world stopped turning as well yeah uh, so i guess i mean it all checks out right the math checks out Mm mm-hmm I, uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that this is technically our Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> yes. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. I have celebrated one Thanksgiving in uh-huh. my life. I uh-huh. was in Utah um, back in 2015 hmm. for three months. Uh-huh. So I got to see Halloween, Thanksgiving, and uh, I left just before Christmas. Okay. And um, yeah, it was um, uh, my friend's family I, mm-hmm. I was sort of introduced to, and they'd uh, like ordered in, like it was a whole like takeout meal that was delivered to them. Okay. Um, but it was like full on turkey and um, uh, like these rolls you have, what do you call them? Rolls. rolls. Is, it, is it just rolls? I thought, <laughs> rolls? I thought it was given a, no, biscuits, biscuits. That's sure, that's it. true. We do call them, that's true, yes. That's well, true. in Utah they do, but no, we when, do, yeah. W- yeah, when, when I was told about biscuit, because obviously in Britain, we take our biscuits seriously, sure, and I, of course. I was I was not expecting to have biscuits, but then I was given these rolls, I was like, oh, bread! Oh, you're talking about bread, are you? Okay, <laughs> I've heard of what, bread What shape before. were they? Were they rounded, or were they They flat? were rounded, they were rounded. See, my experience mm. as an American, sure, personally, Mm-hmm. Is that biscuits are like the flattened kind of things, and rolls are the rounded things? Well, maybe, maybe they and they're didn't made a little bit different. Too. Like biscuits are a little bit denser. Maybe they change shape in transit. If you were in way. Utah, so to be fair, they don't know what anything down there. So. That's true. There's yeah. a lot of crazy going on in Utah. I don't know if about anyone, your friends. If anyone your friends asks are you to go gazing, sane. don't do it. Is all I'm saying. Go I did. I did enjoy Utah. Good, Was nice it? buildings. Nice yeah. buildings there. Um, Wait, went, were you I, in Salt Lake City? I was in Salt Lake City. Okay. And how how lucky! Um, I'm pulling out a shirt now uh-huh. that was from when I went to Comic Con that year. Love it. Nice. A third, and uh, <laughs> I, I met the cast of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, who were Ooh. amazing. They're delightful. They're delightful people. Oh, Dan's met them. I say that. I, I don't have. think I've met them actually. It, that, that was. I, say it, that. I, I have an. It's an interesting experience with them. So this was the. I went to Comic Con twice in San Diego. <clears throat> And there was like one year and then a, a skipped year and then a, a, the, the, the year after that. I forget what years it was. But it was like right when Riff Tracks first started. Mm-hmm. Right? So I go there and they've got these like, you know, the signing booths, right? And they got like Katie Seagal and stuff. And she had a line out the door and she was charging people $30 to sign stuff, even though technically that was against the rules at Comic Con. Um, but then Mike Nelson was there with his his things. And that was back when he was the only person there and he was bringing on guests like weird al and stuff right Mm -hmm. um and so uh i went over to get an autograph and that that's the year i brought jason see that bender head behind him Mm. um i had that with me and uh because this is when futurama was coming back so that'll if you google that that'll tell you what year that was um and so which time yeah right (laughs) the first time it came back (laughs) okay (laughs) when it was a bigger deal um and so I went up, you know, I'm like, well, I'm not getting in Katie Seagal's line. She's charging too much. So I go over to uh, Mike Nelson's line, which there wasn't one. Uh Um, (laughs) And I buy House on Honda Hill from him. He signs that for me. And I tell him about um, Katie Seagal charging. And he's talking to his little assistant guy saying, they told us we couldn't do that. That's bullshit kind of thing, right? Like that she gets his special privileges. So he signs that Bender had this autograph is free, Mike Nelson. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Which... Great story. After that, um, we were there for the weekend. And so on Sunday, last day, we were getting ready to leave because we needed to drive home. And we're like, let's walk through this. Let's let's walk through the floor one more time because we had just seen the panel. We had accidentally ended up. Oh, wait. Sorry. Before we even do that, we were in line thinking we were in line for the costume parade to see the costume parade. 
mm-hmm. at Comic-Con. Okay. And it turned out it was a line for this amphitheater. So we just went in there, and, and it luckily turned out to be the Futurama panel. We're like, oh, cool. Because I, I didn't think we'd be able to get into that panel because we haven't gotten into any of the panels we wanted to all weekend mm-hmm. um, because they're very popular. Um, so we got to see that, and then we heard something about signings, but then it looked like people were lining up outside the door of that auditorium for that. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, okay, well, let's go walk through the floor one more time before we go home. So we're walking through, and there's four people standing in line by the Futurama booth. And we're like, what's going on here? And so we go, and uh, Billy West, John DiMaggio, and Morris mm-hmm. LaMarche are signing. Um, but we didn't need to get Joe DiMaggio's signature because while we were in line for the panel, because he was dead. Guy, but was John yeah, DiMaggio yeah, there? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I meant. Uh, he, he, but Billy uh, Joel's we standing... favorite baseball player, wasn't he? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, as we were in line for the Futurama panel, not even knowing that we were in line for the Futurama panel, this guy comes up and saying, "What are you doing with that Bender hat?" That's the you know, blah blah. But like in this like flawless Bender voice, and then we realized that's John DiMaggio. Mm-hmm. So. We at least get his signature on the bender head, and he gets pictures with us holding it and stuff. And so, like, okay, if even if we don't see anybody else, we got John DiMaggio to see Jay's bender head and sign it for him. Mm-hmm. But then we also got to see Maurice LaMarche and uh, Billy West to sign it as well. Excellent. So it was it was a it was great. But then so then the next year we didn't go, and then the year after that we go, and at that point. Um, Kevin and and Bill had re, had joined Rift Tracks, and so basically it's the Mystery Science Theater crew again. Mm-hmm. And this time they were doing they had a presentation where they did a live riffing of a oh. of a short. That's fine. And the lines were literally around the entire hall. Yeah, I'm like just two years apart. The That's first nice. year I went there, no one, mm-hmm. no one gave a shit. Two years later, we were lucky to get in. See, I, I was lucky to get because I saw the Mystery Science Theater uh, panel. And uh, it was that panel where they announced that it was getting rebooted onto Netflix, and like that was oh, the that first. Okay, nice. It was the first time that they announced it. And, oh uh, shit! But people and, uh, were crazy. Oh yeah, it, but um, what what was really fun was uh, it was um, I got I got a question asked. Um, I got to ask a question, which was really weird because basically the the way I met my friend in Utah is through a love of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. She introduced me to it, and we used to like watch it live at the same time. This is back in twenty fourteen. Um, so we'd like stick one on YouTube and mm-hmm. like send texts to each other whilst it and just basically ha 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 that was a good one wasn't it? it it's very, <laughs> very tricky to to, uh-huh. to to text a conversation whilst watching a, a comedy program. Um, and I got to ask a question which was uh, amazing. But the reason why I got to ask a question was um, when they were going round because they they were trying to vet the question so nobody would like just be going oh I'm your biggest fan and wasting everyone's time. Right. And uh, when they got to me and I went and they went oh do you have a question I went well I think I might and they went oh oh have you come all the way from England to come here and I went. <laughs> Yes, it, <laughs> like it, it wasn't this the, is the I was, sole reason. Yes, I, I I wasn't just in Utah, you know, to have like you know three months in America to see what it like. But no, sole reason. I, I've been I've been waiting for two months in Utah because uh, that was the cheapest flight. There. So I got to ask my question, and my question was essentially like, how do you feel about it being available for free on YouTube? People, other people uploading it, and then it turns out they didn't mind because they used to say keep circulating the tapes the mm-hmm. idea being that people would send it and they wouldn't get money from it and i was like okay that's my question answered i guess <laughs> <laughs> well it does it does make you feel a little bit better about watching it on there sure yeah. right 
Because you're yeah. like, oh, but I feel like I'm screwing them over, especially now that, you know, that they're kind of selling the videos and everything, mm-hmm. right? And they've got the DVDs and everything. They're like, am I screwing them over? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. So if they're all about like, yeah, do, you know, keep it in the zeitgeist so that we can keep making new shows on different stations, mm-hmm. then I feel better about it overall. Was uh, was Jonah at that, that announcement? Was Jonah really yes. at that? He was. Yes. Okay. All right. So it would have been. Okay. That's cool. There were two separate panels, though, if I recall. My memory's not great. There were two separate panels mm-hmm. with two different like halves of the cast, but there was one person who was there. In, but I, I don't know. I think there was some still falling out or something. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, there is some weirdness in that community. Yeah. I, I, think, I, 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 I think basically got to watch the good. same questions being asked twice. Uh, right, yeah. and right, then right. I, and I got to ask my question again to the new panel. Because <laughs> uh, I travelled all the way just for this. <laughs> uh, the other funny thing uh, that happened was you were talking about costumes earlier and outside the Mystery Science Theatre 3000 panel, there was this, someone with this uh, handmade Crotee robot puppet mm-hmm. and it looked completely authentic, but it was completely handmade by them. And I was like, oh my God, can I please take a photo with the robot? It's like, certainly. And so they were holding the puppet and like me next to it with with um, um, a friend taking a photo. And then their friend who was dressed as Crotee Robot, who looked terrible, <laughs> kept going in with the photo. And I was like, no, I don't want a photo of your terrible costume. I want a photo like, of me in this really good, replica but because they were friends i couldn't say that i was like right oh, yeah get all the... and then so like the, the person with the really shoddy costume sort of in front of the robot and i'm like no. i'm not gonna ask them to take it again and so now i'm, I'm now i'm stood next to a shit crotey robot <laughs> like partially covering a good crotey robot oh, that's um <laughs> both depressing and that's a perfect comic-con experience also it though. really is it really oh, is me you want a photo of me <laughs> i spent hours making it. no no i don't no, i don't not at all thank Get you out so of my much though bloody i spent minutes on this <laughs> <laughs> holy shit that's delightful uh in many many ways um I, I wanted to um, I'm going to pretend to get us on track as though this show has a track to, to be on. Yeah, Dan, uh, I wanted I don't know how I can't remember how far back your your family history goes in these United States of America. But I wanted to tell people a little a little bit about my family. Um, I'm related to the 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 Wellmans who supposedly came over on the Mayflower. Very long family history. Uh, I'm not I'm not proud of my whiteness. It's just a thing that's there. But um I wanted to just celebrate, you know, talk about the things that I'm supposed to celebrate on Thanksgiving. I feel like if you have family mm-hmm. that came over here, you should talk about. So what we celebrate every year is the fact that one Wellman uh, once uh, squealed on uh, a woman and uh, said that she was a witch and that she possessed them. Um, that is uh, in a book written down somewhere. And that's what we celebrate every year is that uh, we sent up a witch uh, at Salem. And wow. uh, yeah, we each we eat a pumpkin pie each. Uh, when we tell tell the story, it's a As family a tradition. tradition. Yeah, that's just how that goes. Um, that's not true, but the sending up the witch part is true. And I remember reading that, and being like, "So this is a book where I'm supposed to be proud of my ancestry." Is that what I'm supposed <laughs> to think when I read this? Yeah, but, but the it, person writing the book was probably proud. Yeah, probably a little bit. <laughs> At least just a just a smidge. You know what else we did? <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the good things we did. <laughs> If you guys have any stories for our next Thanksgiving um, uh, episode next year, our new phone number, because I fucked up and lost our Google Voice number, uh, is RIP2HUMOR, with a U, R-I-P-2-H-U-M-O-U-R. That was the easily the best phone number I've ever gotten for anything, and I'm so incredibly proud of it. So you guys, please call that. Leave us a voicemail. 
Um, Dan, what do you celebrate when you celebrate Thanksgiving? How do you celebrate Thanksgiving? Anything, anything exciting? Um, well, uh, so my family uh, does I, the. On my mom's side, there is some history there. Some Someone came over on the Mayflower there, too. Probably mm-hmm. the Loudon side mm-hmm. or maybe the Windsor side. So um, my, uh, my uh, maternal grandfather's side is a Windsor, mm-hmm. but it's spelled W-I-N-S-O-R. And I was told... And I take everything with a grain of salt from my family. Sure. Um, that they dropped the, that that we were related to royalty, but they dropped the D in defiance of the crown. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't Let's have anything other than one person's statement of that we'll to validate that. Yeah, similarly, that's what similarly, um, Prince Andrew recently dropped a D in defiance of the crown. <laughs> 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 will that make the edit? Who knows? Oh yeah, no, that will. Yeah, Absolutely. He acts like we edit. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> And then uh, also, <laughs> supposedly, I'm related somehow in some ancient way to Sir Walter Raleigh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. So That explains your 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 uh, Van Dyke, your almost Van Dyke that you have. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I've had my entire life. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and so what we do in celebration of that is basically we each get a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And we, we eat that. Whole thing. <laughs> no, we don't smoke. We eat it. Oh, you eat it? We oh, okay. eat it. You eat the whole thing? Yep. Okay. Uh, filters and all. Or are they unfiltered? Well, I mean... It, you don't have to eat the filters if you don't want to. That's really just a personal preference. What do you do is the question. I eat the whole thing mm-hmm. out of respect for okay. my ancestors. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my, <laughs> but on, my, on my dad's side, uh-huh. uh, his family came over um, in the 1900s uh-huh. from, from Sylvania. Um, uh-huh. And my name literally means one who digs rock. And they were coal miners. So um, what we do is... Um, we have the cigarettes. We, we also have a bowl of, of uh, coal and milk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and have that as well. That's, That's a little delicious. bit harder to eat. Sure. Um, uh-huh. That's why I have uh, bad teeth. Sure. From chewing coal chewing every coal. Thanksgiving. Everything. But it's yeah, it's important rough. to remember both sides of your family, I think. Of course. Yeah, but bad teeth also comes from the British side of your family. That's surely. a fair point. Yes. This is fair. This is absolutely fair. Um, I legitimately. And I'm a coward because my grandma's side of the family is from France. Oh, yeah. well, you're bone. <laughs> my surname comes from France. Um, Frizzle is, it is my genuine surname. People don't believe me. They think Frizz Frizzle is a full on uh, stage name. Uh, comes from the French word Frégel. Which uh-huh. means strawberry picker. That's adorable. Mm. That yeah, and it's, like, ir- it's ironic because um, ironic because I'm allergic to strawberries and hate the French. So, <laughs> <laughs> my, so last my, name... my family got yes, got uh, coal, like uh, you know coal lung. Uh huh. And your family got like strawberry seed lung. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. My last name means moist or ravine. Well, clams. That's where they are. So. Yeah, it's true. It's very yep, true. They are in ravines, as mm-hmm. we all know. It's very true. <laughs> My favorite kind of clam is a, a ravine clam. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I very quickly, Frizz. I would like to present something to you. I'm very glad to know that's your real last name. By the way, it's very exciting to me. I present. Sometimes I'll send my friend Dan a photo of something I find funny, like you do to a friend. Mm. Dan unlike what a friend does, did not respond to this. He showed no, but I have a feeling there's a slight uh, uh, a language dialect difference that I feel like maybe this product, if I send you this photo of this product, I feel like maybe you will have the same feeling I had about it. Now this is, it's a type of like a, like a Cheeto, like a cheese puff type of thing, but it's mm. not made of Cheetos. It's not made of, it's not made of corn. It's made of peas. Um, I'd like to know your first thought when you see this product name. Ah, yes. That's... 
unfortunate. That's no good, is it? Yeah, right? See, that's what I'm saying. Gay, guys, just so you know, yeah, PTOS. Yes, Dan, that's that's how I would pronounce it. That's my favorite P-toss. operating system, PTOS. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, was a, there, there was a recent uh, viral campaign in Nottingham, uh-huh. uh, where, 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 near where I live, where mm-hmm. they were... They had these new speedy trams, right? Uh-huh. Um, going basically like a little train, but it was fast. And the idea was they wanted to get more people on it. So they tried to do a portmanteau of a tram and a torpedo. And uh, the poster said, Look out for the trampedo. <laughs> <laughs> and is that, is that, is that a pedo tramp? Is, uh, what, 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 what is, what is one of them? Posters everywhere. Watch or what is this? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That is so beautiful. That mm. is that is upsetting. That is, uh, uh, I don't even know. That where that had to make it yeah. through at least probably a couple committees. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where where nobody stopped and thought. <laughs> this, this is a word we have here for yeah. a thing. Should, that should we say wants. this there, one out there loud was, to really was, hear it? There was a hyphen between tram and pedo, but it still said pedo, <laughs> which said, made it worse. I yeah, think. Yeah, it's actually, of having the hyphen in there really <laughs> emphasizes the pedo part. Mm-hmm. Or is it like, was it supposed to be a comma? Look out for the tram, pedo. Like, <laughs> no, could it have been no. that? That's hilariously in Coronation Street uh, in the eighties. One of the the most famous uh, scenes mm-hmm. is uh, that there was this villain, right? This villain who was dating Rita, who was one of the old ladies, and uh-huh. uh, they went to Blackpool, and he got run over by a tram. Um, so, so if only is... if only she said that, uh, it would have survived. So is this like a variation of the trolley problem, <laughs> the trampedo problem? You've got oh, five yes. pedos tied to the track on one side, and one on the other side. Which one do you aim for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, the one on the this other one, side is okay, also you've a trap. Got, you've got so. you've got you've got um, five hebophiles on one side sure and then one pedophile on the other side which ones do you aim for oh, oh. okay sure oh yeah see like that's the same kind of a trolley problem thing yeah mm-hmm. so like, morally so which what, one do you take out so first? one of them one of them is pronouncing it incorrectly i'd kill him <laughs> yeah yeah what are you gonna do I, I I must I must thank you though for 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 using the uh, the pronunciation how how I would uh-huh. also thank you for uh, having humor with a U in the uh, in the phone I had number. to look here's the mm-hmm. thing I, I, I here's I what appreciate I did earlier. it I threw slowly, my mother slowly but surely I'm going to convert all the Americans <laughs> I I threw my mother under the trampedo earlier when I said uh, she's the only Anglophile um, in the family because here's the thing you don't tell a young nerd. Okay, who is feeling so left out no matter where he goes. He's like, oh, you know, you were born in England. I'm like, oh, really? And I thought that was the most exciting thing I could tell. And, and it's still, I'm yeah. 41 years old and it's still mm-hmm. a thing I lead with because there's nothing else about me. Let's be honest. I have no personality. Uh, I'm nothing to look at. Uh, I can't do anything. So, you know, you just tell people the most interesting thing about you and, and people are then um, do, couldn't care less, especially if you tell them where you were born is a town they've never heard of called Swindon. And then they are. I've heard know, of Swindon. Of course you have. <laughs> Wasn't there a couple Beatles from there? Hmm. No. Did you say Beatles? Is that what you just yeah. said? No, was, they're all from Liverpool. There was yeah. someone from the Swindon. XTC gentlemen are from from Swindon. Maybe that's, maybe that's my, what it is. My Billy sister. My sister lives near Liverpool. If that oh, helps, that's yeah. something. Look at in, that. In the, I went to the Beatles museum once. And, How was uh, that? I'd be curious to know. I mean, if you like the Beatles, you'll probably enjoy it. Sure. That's that's my one word review. <laughs> um, no, it was it was it was fun. It was uh, just a lot of music. There was some live music in there, and mm-hmm. I'd hate to be that band who has to perform live music at the Beatles Museum every yeah, no day. Thanks. No thanks. <laughs> like, oh, so you're a musician? Like, have you done any new stuff? 
nope, no. not for a while. No. Define new. <laughs> new to me. They're heavy um, Yeah, I mean, because um, they, they can't do, because wow. like most most bands who go on tour, mm-hmm. like Tears for Fears have just released a new album, mm-hmm. right? So when they're, when they're touring, they're going to go, right, here's one off the new album. The, the band who's playing at the Beatles Museum can't do that. They go, right. well, here's a new one we've written. <laughs> they'd, they'd get lynched. And... Uh. Um, we we had we had the budget announced. We ha- um, in the UK we have a yearly uh, budget announcement, uh-huh. which is like what new taxes are going to happen, uh, mm-hmm. what like, and um, yeah, Rishi Sunak uh, recently announced a second Beatles museum in Liverpool. It's like what? They've <laughs> not done anything enough. else. One building is enough what? for uh, the Beatles. <laughs> they what are... you need is a Yoko Ono museum. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's. that's oh, I saw uh, Yoko Ono's art exhibit in um, the Baltic Mill in Newcastle upon Tyne mm-hmm. uh, back in 2011, mm-hmm. and uh, one of it was just like a wooden sculpture of a tree, and you had to write a note on it like a dream, uh, and then put it on the tree. Mm-hmm. And I refused to do that because I didn't want to do Yoko Ono's work for her. <laughs> right. I, I was like, no, I want to be credited. If I've done more work than Yoko Ono has to this piece, uh, give me the credit. And they, yeah. they didn't Oniana have one of her like display of some of her like well, a, a thing when we were younger. I feel I don't like no, it's certainly like possible. Was. We we I just feel like oh, you know what? Here, here's another thing. We grew up. Uh, no offense, please. Uh, in a place uh, th- th- where they eventually built the what they called the Soccer Hall of Fame, uh, which somehow was in a small town in upstate New York. Mm-hmm how 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 the european football hall of fame could be in upstate new york other than it being down the street from the baseball hall of fame is still beyond me i'm not sure how that ever ever happened um well, so that's it started it started as just this little podunk hole in the wall like converted dentist office yeah oh yeah and then, and then, then they and then they got and then they built it. a giant one with soccer fields and like summer camp which sure, uh, sure. lost all the money by the way yeah 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 because no. it was in the middle of nowhere mhm yeah. No, it's, it's, it's it's very tricky to offend me about football because I do not give one shit. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm the same way about any sport here, so yeah, that's good. Basically. That's that's fine. Um, I, we were talking about people releasing new albums. Did you know that ABBA released a new album? I heard yeah. it. I listened to it yesterday. How was it? It's, good? it's pretty good. Um, there's a Christmas song on it. Yes. Um, good. So, good timing, I guess. Like track track three, like not even like a bonus track at the end. That's really but when they release in the it middle as, of a fucking album, it's yeah, a Christmas song. And it's like like no, put that at the end, and mm. then like release it as like a potential right. Christmas number one because we take that shit seriously in yeah. England. Christmas number one. Here too, man. Here too. Um, but the other thing that I found hilarious is uh-huh. that on the day that ABBA <clears throat> released that yesterday, um, Ed Sheeran, uh, his new album, he's now converted to every track is now fifty nine pence. Because okay. he does not want to be knocked off the number one spot by oh, Abba. Smart. So he's made <laughs> he's made all the track really cheap. That's really and funny. it's like, oh come on Ed, let Abba have this. They've not done anything in forty years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, obviously they didn't build an album around a concept like a lot of people do. That's or sad. else there wouldn't be a Christmas <clears throat> song unless it's like some sort of holiday thing. And so Christmas on the third one made sense. Hmm. But I have a feeling the thing is not not, not many people have actually listened to the lyrics of ABBA's new song. Because you know what ABBA are doing uh, the next year or the year after? They're not actually performing. Uh, it's holograms of yes. them. Holograms. Yeah. Of them as younger them, right? Yes. Really? Which yes. is... Oh my God. <clears throat> they, uh, it's almost disturbing. They, it's there are concept. photos of them with the, the mocap suits and everything. They're ready to go. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, let me... Th- this so is that's... what you're doing at Edinburgh next next year, it right? It is. It is. Okay. 
I was hoping. Because um, of COVID and everything. Sure. <clears throat> so here are the lyrics to Don't Shut Me Down, okay. which is the uh, lyrics of uh, either. The, uh, they released two singles at once, their first and second single. Um, so Don't Shut Me Down. Okay. Um, and now you see another me. I've been reloaded. I'm fired up. Don't shut me down. I'm like a dream within a dream that's been decoded. I'm fired up. I'm hot. Don't shut me down. Um, there's also, I believe it would be fair to say you look bewildered and you wonder why I'm here today. And so you should. I would. This song is written from the perspective of a hologram. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm picking up. Yep. No one. No, but no one's picked up on that. No that's one's talking about hilarious. it on Twitter. And it's like, it's really meta. <laughs> like, in the show, are the holograms going to break down and right. develop sentience? That's That'd what I worry about. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, is good for a Doctor Who episode. I'm, I'm, kind of for, I'm, I'm now looking forward to this potentially being a Kilroy was here show or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, nobody's paying attention to the fact that they've written these song, new songs. Yeah. From they, the, from have the they secretly of... written a rock opera? Is now what I'm wondering. <laughs> See, I'm wondering if they've even re written it at all. If they <gasps> were preparing know. for this That's world true. tour, they yeah. made holograms and then the holograms started writing songs <laughs> they've, they've found a way of cheap labor i don't uh -huh. know the ethic ethics of it like is that good is it ai is it slavery what are right. they doing i i don't want to burn too much dan of our next record but i told you i was writing some additional uh, uh stuff to fill out uh -huh. our next comedy album everything you guys are talking about is um <laughs> wildly prescient of what i'm writing <laughs> let's just say well that means it'll be appropriate our, our next album was named by an ai and so let's just say oh, i wow. expand that in this theme yeah i, I took i took a I neural i took a neural network took all of the because jay has uh archived all of our sketch names and so i took that list and fed it into a generative ai Is and had it create album names is what in there is uh in there. Oh, it's in there. A Absolutely. Lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them. Because we did a lot of errs. And oh, wow. uh, it is named Dards and of Diddles. Couldn't tell you what either of those mean. That Dards. is my name in Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. I know I didn't get the accent right, and I apologize for that. <laughs> but um, speaking of were we? We weren't. Let's talk about your childhood thing, which you did not have to bring on, but you did find something, and I would love for you to share well, I um, there it is. So um, yeah, you you, you talked about stuff I'd done um as as childhood, and I tried to guess the the ages that you were in the video, and mm -hmm. um, so I, I thought like nine, ten. This is these are songs that I, I wrote when I was nine. Mm -hmm. um, I've always been a fan of comedy music. Um, I think the first album I might have bought would have been Aqua, which I think was one of the wow. original comedy bands. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, there are some serious songs in there. Turn Back Time is a uh, <laughs> tear gusher. Is it okay? It's beautiful. It's it's uh, from the from the end of Sliding Doors, one of my mm -hmm. favourite movies as a nine year old. Okay. <laughs> I probably didn't understand half of it, but uh huh. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I, I envisaged myself as a, a sort of comedy band, but there are serious songs, as serious as a nine-year-old can be. Sure. Um, and I called the band uh, Frisbee. Uh, that's F-R-I-Z-B-E-E. Uh, -E. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've, I've got this uh, little compendium. Uh, it is some notepad uh, tied up with string, literally uh, a la Julie Andrews' uh, favourite things. 
Nice. Very, very British of me. Mm-hmm. So um, we've we've got we've got seven song titles here, but there's only six songs in it. So I can only imagine that one of the pages has got loose and has been lost to time. Oh, no. So um, the, the the song choices uh, that you that you have, and I, I will read them out. Um, the first one's called Twenty Six Letters. What could that be about? <laughs> uh, the, the second one is called Frisbees. Parenthesis. Ooh la la. Don't no. don't know what don't know why that is. Uh, num- number three is called UFO Mad. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is Popcorn. Uh, mm-hmm. Number five is a parody of Viva Forever by the Spice Girls called Visa Forever about a Visa <laughs> credit card. Me being nine, didn't really know much about credit cards, so that won't be interesting. And uh, number six is called Snooze Blues. Snooze Blues. So uh, that's 26 letters, Frisbees, UFO Mad, Popcorn, Visa Forever, or Snooze Blues. Oh, my vote is UFO Mad, Dan. UFO I don't know about Mad. You. Yeah, let's do UFO Mad. Why not? We can do UFO Mad. Okay, so uh, I have no <laughs> idea what what the tune would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've I've tried like it. It doesn't. The scansion isn't very good mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of this, so I don't know. But it's uh, two verses and a chorus and mm-hmm. a chorus. So uh, the first verse, the first verse. Um, driving, comma, in a UFO, comma. Covered in red. I don't know if I'm covered in red or if the UFO is covered in red, but it's uh, driving in a UFO covered in red. Aliens decorated it themselves. Um, j- please imagine that I'm putting a comma after every third word. Okay. I don't think I knew how commas worked. That <laughs> seems evident, yes. So uh, aliens decorated it themselves. It flies over trees. You're looking at it gormlessly. Uh, I don't know if you have the word gormless. We in, don't in use your... it that often, but no. But you, you know what it, it basically uh... means, like a gape. Like weirdly, there there is no uh, you know gormful. There, there, right. There's no there's no opposite to gormless. Um, so gormlessly, and then you look so dumb. Send help. That's that's uh, that's the end of verse one. Uh, the the chorus. Uh, you must be UFO mad. I'm telling you, you're UFO mad. Not telling you twice. UFO mad. I've already told them three times, uh, but I, I say I'm not telling you twice after, uh, during my third time. And then the chorus ends with UFO mad, UFO mad, UFO mad. Verse two. Strap in. <laughs> oh, I must say, what a wonderful day. I, I, don't, I started writing another song, I think. Um, <laughs> um, so, oh, I must say, what a wonderful day to be flying, crashing, crying all the way to Mars. Smash things on the way, lamppost, pillar boxes, and the most of other things, alien jail behind bars. I stopped forming sentences. I just started. Yeah. But a lot of sentence fragments in that one. And then the chorus again, you must be UFO mad. I'm telling you, you UFO mad, not telling you twice. UFO mad, UFO mad, UFO mad, UFO mad. And if uh, any of your listeners would like to put a tune to that, do let me know. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, God damn it. That's so good. That's delightful. I oh. love, I just love child brain. And just how you just spew stuff onto a page to try and mm-hmm. figure out how mm-hmm. writing works. It's beautiful. Uh, my, my, my nephew is uh, eight years old and uh, absolutely loves um, Mario, uh, loves Mario mm-hmm. Maker, keeps making levels. Some of them are bloody tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will happily talk about Mario uh, a lot of the time. Uh, so the the other week I visited and um, my sister was taking part, uh, my sister and her husband uh, were taking part in Park Run. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know, um, if you have Park Run over there. Uh, but it no. seems to be a cult. It will be uh, taking a place in mm-hmm. America soon. Uh, every Saturday morning, uh, people meet up and run five kilometers for no fucking oh, reason. Fuck that! No, thank you. Okay. Yeah, but but they have t-shirts. They have branding. It is a cult. I oh, yeah. I, I talk about it a lot in my in my next year's show. Uh, but uh, they have the option to like for their kids to run with them. 
So um, my uh, brother-in-law is uh, jogging with his son, my nephew, mm -hmm. and uh, throughout the entire five kilometres, Ben is talking about Mario <laughs> for, for the entirety of the five kilometres and overtaking like people who are out of breath, like because you know they've got a stitch, they've been running two miles solid, and he's going, oh, it would be funny if we had the superstar invincibility power and we ran even faster. <laughs> Completely, and I don't know if he's annoying other people, but it's just amazing to see. He's so passionate about this and will talk endlessly about it, and he's so into it. I'm, he's lucky that I'm a massive Mario fan as well, so sure. I'm happy, you know, like saying, oh, adding to the conversation rather than you know his grandparents who have no idea what's going on and just agree mm -hmm. so yeah uh it is it is nice it is to, wonderful to see inside a child's brain uh, yeah. as, as as they're developing and uh, have sort of um because i i want i love ufos um uh, as a kid around that age yeah. i remember i remember genuinely thinking i saw one uh, because it, the, the craft was going straight up i didn't understand it but it turns out the plane was uh, like flying over us but at an angle where it looked oh, like okay. it was just descending uh -huh. and i i broke down in tears because no one was believing me. I was like, oh. that's clearly a UFO. And uh, I was so passionate about them. Um, I, 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 there was this book on UFOs at my school library that I was the only one who checked out like every week. And I was like, I just read the same facts and pictures of UFOs. Of course. Loved it. Uh, so and it's weird that the song is me uh, deriding this person <laughs> saying, you're UFO mad, you idiot. And I, I think that was one of my way of like coping with uh, everyone else who, uh, who, uh, who didn't share my passion. So um, I, re I located the list of titles that were generated. I want to share a few. Fantastic. Oh, please. Just to give you a context of what, what came up. What the album could have and been And maybe, maybe there'll be inspirations for you. I, split, <laughs> I, I have a handful that I split into two sections. So the first section is going to be ones that have generated with full words that make sense. Mm -hmm. And then the second section are words are ones that contain words that don't make sense, similar to the dard's end of diddles. Um, so what is a set. dard? This is what's throwing me. I just so, don't know where it got dards. So here we go. Okay. Dan and Jay's birth man. <laughs> No, that is that's that's an old English uh, law of um <laughs> it's like Santa Claus becomes on your birthday <laughs> and um he, he, he basically if you're if you're a, if you're a good child uh then you get presents but if you're bad you get to reenact your own birth. <laughs> some some sometimes he gives you babies. No, yeah, like no. <laughs> we've, we've linked it. Ah, oh, excellent. Uh the second one is Dan in Dan. Mm. I'd pay mm. to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Er in a space. In a space. In a space. Uh, a space. Not in a, a space. space. In a space. In okay. a space. Um, the Bat Wayne. That was seemed very appropriate yeah. to me. That, 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 that would also get you flagged by DMCA. Would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, what, what crazy spinoff is this? <laughs> the Bat Wayne. <laughs> I have that's no what, secrets. That's, <laughs> a, yeah, that's if he was like Iron Man. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's what would happen if Bruce Wayne and Batman walked into a matter transporter together. <laughs> there you go. Um, the oh, seeds but then, but of you, jelly. But then you've also got Bruce Man. Yeah, right. Bruce, yeah. The opposite of that. Bruce Man. Fight. Oh, that's a great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bruce Man versus Batwing. Uh, we got the scenes of jelly. The scenes of jelly. Oh, I love that Simon and Garfunkel song. It's beautiful. <laughs> and we're eating in the scenes of jelly. It's beautiful. And then I, Muppet Extravaganza. 
There's no comma there, but I like to picture that there is. It's like uh, iRobot, but instead of being a robot, it's a sentient Muppet. Uh, oh, okay. I like or, that. Or, or Steve Jobs owned Muppet. It's yes, the iMuppet Muppet extravagance. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so those are all the sensical words. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They were the sensical ones. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Can't wait. Well, I, I generated for, literally five. words that make no sense. <laughs> I processed it multiple t- times with multiple passes. Uh-huh. At least looks like about three to 5,000 results each. Mm-hmm. So mm. this is very much a smattering. Um, so we got the Jason Sekanum of Dirk Birdie, the part two. Sure, the sure. Part the, two. the part two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It, w- it, it wouldn't. It, the only reason it doesn't make sense is because I haven't seen part one. That's, yeah. Right, that's exactly. exactly. Right. That's the only reason one, though, of the Jasons Sekanum of Dirk Birdie. It would be <laughs> cinematic <fun>. universe. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got we got the battle, uh, the battle hoke hoked intact. Hoked hoke intact. I genuinely think Not that is intact. the name. In tech. That is genuinely the name of the Series 11 Doctor Who finale. <laughs> <But> <laughs> genuinely. And then we've got Ever Ready Flatal Stutz. That sounds <laughs> filthy. Jer- Jerry Lewis calls sex. Ever <laughs> Ready Flatal Stutz. Flatal Stutz. Uh, we got Jason Klom for the Love Maginal Bandley. Maginal. Uh, I like that. All right. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we got Cumping Mad, the uh, Cumping Mad hyphen Beald edited music video. What's going on? <laughs> okay. And then we've got Chink and Dink Things ad. What? That's, that's so, racist. what are Chink and Dink Things? I don't know. Don't know. I don't think we can put that on TV, though. No, I don't think so. And it sounds. A I think little... that only belongs on Netflix anymore. It sounds... I would. <laughs> I would. I would like to watch the sketch where you use that first word. Hmm, yeah, that could be a exactly. real problem. Where did that come from? Yeah, well, yeah, that's a very good question because to be Origin fair, story. <laughs> where did that? Where did that come from? That's upsetting. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, th- those are just a those, very just a small little sampling. You don't, don't want to end it with one that doesn't have a, a racial slur in it or anything. You don't <laughs> okay. want to round it out with something that doesn't make it sound like. Okay, monsters. how about um, Adderman of the Prayer or of the Pear? But it's P A I R E. P A I R E. A well, I'm pretty sure Adderman of the Pear. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, that is yet another um, uh, English mystery show starring a vicar of some kind. Mm-hmm. And but mm-hmm. Adderman of the Pear is is, is what so they call him. Yeah, Derek, Derek Jacobi was the lead. Yes, exactly I think. right. Thank you. Uh, I, I must apologize. Um, fireworks have started outside my house because uh, 400 years ago a man tried to kill King James. And, oh uh, this shit! Is, this is what we've got to uh, live with now. <laughs> How about? In uh, cut in a comedy hoe, we've got that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cut in a comedy hoe is good. Cut mm-hmm. in a comedy hoe. Mm-hmm. I I've got a little beef eater with a with a, with a guy fox mask oh, on right oh, now. Oh, that's right. That's the one. I totally I totally didn't remember. Just to be just to be fair. Oh well. Well, to be fair, um, it was last night. uh, It was last night, right? uh, November fifth, which is a Friday, perfect for fireworks. Sure. And everyone's like, "Yeah, but it's also Saturday today, so they're (laughs) doing fireworks again." Yeah. Yeah. Well, here in Idaho, here in Idaho, uh, two months after the Fourth of July was still a perfectly good time to set off fireworks. Just, (sighs) just, just so you know. In a dry (sighs) desert. In a desert. In a desert climate. Yeah. Yeah. That's in a drought. It's fine. It's fine. It's great. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, with us, it's uh, November fifth or New Year's Eve um, mm-hmm. are the only acceptable time. If if fireworks go off any other time, uh, in my village especially, uh, <laughs> I go straight onto the Facebook uh, village uh, uh, forum um, <laughs> just to see who's complaining now. 
Yeah, and uh, the, the record has been 40 seconds from a firework going off to someone saying, who's setting off fireworks? Like, I mean, who, who's going to admit? Like, you're clearly pissed off. Mm-hmm. And and not only that, step outside, you might gauge where they're coming from. It's an approximate, <laughs> right. yeah. It's we'll like there, there's, the a, there's a big signal that's sort of like... <laughs> you'll get a rough idea. They're, they're, they're not quite, they're not like dark or anything no um, so yes uh, th- this will be uh, going on until 10 p.m or so so oh, if you hear a loud boom in your in your big ear then blame uh, <laughs> that catholic from could, could, couldn't even blow up houses of parliament right and now every year hey every boom boom <laughs> um it's so weird like at least fourth yes. of july has got something to celebrate i've got there's no reason for fireworks <laughs> There's no reason to celebrate this day. But domestic terrorism, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay, terrorism. That'd be like us setting off fireworks because of the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, very much so. Was that stopped? Was that prevented? No. No, then, no, no it's not because, because our terrorism <laughs> act was stopped. We're really bad at stopping these things from happening, from what to I be, understand. Yeah, but from what you know, because like, yeah, what are they going to gonna do? Break, breaking news, uh, <laughs> the, the FBI stopped a terrorist attack. You'd be like, did they though? Yeah, right. Uh, it, oh, you're just in the pocket of big FBI, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There, there, there'd be no point in reporting That's terrorism true. that doesn't happen. Yeah, so. I guess back then anything was big news. I yeah. Suppose. It was yeah. that Van Dyke that got him. Speaking of Van Dyke, Stan, maybe you're related to Guy Fox. Did we already talk about that? No. It was just Sir my, Walter my Raleigh. not boy- funny I, enough to really that's be a Van Dyke. Not yet. Grow it out. Grow it out. I, I can't. Okay. Well, then I'm it so does, sorry. It doesn't do that. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's not a thing it no, no. does. I'm, I'm exactly the same. I, I hate November <laughs> when everyone's like, oh, it's no shame November you're taking part. No, because I can't grow hair on my cheeks mm-hmm. or on um, the, the uh, middle part of my lip. Okay. Uh, yeah, my so I... So I when I do a, grow a beard, I look like a French Abraham Lincoln. That's that's all I'm going to say about and then, my... And for me, like, I have, or I have a ge- genetic predisposition to getting, like, cold sores on the corners of my mouth right here. Uh-huh. So this is all scarred, so no hair grows oh, here. So, so no I can't connect my mustache to anything. Oh, okay. Which I, just does not work with a, a no-shave anything. Yeah. I, I hate growing it out, but that's because there's a lot of blonde and it looks terrible it's a nascar beard now it is starting to turn gray which would be great if this is all gray fucking yeah with it but i don't like my blonde facial hair it is uh turns me off as a human being don't yeah. enjoy it it's gross it's very it gross. <sighs> i i okay when you were visiting utah oh, were yeah, there any delightful americans okay first of all you hate the chocolate right i have to assume you hate the chocolate do you um, hate American chocolate like every Oh, I does? cannot. I don't think. I think that was uh, a time where I wasn't like having sweet. I did have like okay. Sundays a couple times, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't go out. Oh no! Um, you've got these. Uh, we call them Maltesers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think you might they're... also have multi, but they're sort of like multi. We have them now. Yeah, they're what? Whoppers. I think are Whoppers. Whoppers. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Fucking love Whoppers. Okay, um, right. they were great. They were the best candy that I could find in America. Okay, um, and also um, your version of Mountain Dew, uh, mm. made with um, like corn syrup. Because mm-hmm. we have Mountain Dew over here, mm-hmm. but they legally have to call it Mountain Dew Citrus Blast because it's not made in the same way. And it's the closest I've got to the taste, obviously, because it's the same company. Mm-hmm. But the, the taste of Cold Mountain Dew, because back in 2015, you could not get that in England. Mm-hmm. It's very recent. We've only been able to get Mountain Dew. 
Huh. Um, but so do yeah. they make it from cane sugar, or what do they do? That's different. Um, yeah. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> what's what? I just think that's yeah, funny. I, because... I, I, I literally uh, have a bottle with me <laughs> because I'm 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 that uh, convinced. So this is um, uh, sugar, acid, uh, caffeine flavoring, not actual caffeine in it though. Um, stabilized. Yeah, I think it's just sugar. Just uh, okay. so that's what's so funny is cane here sugar. most people are like. You know, oh, the stuff made with sugar is way better than the stuff with corn syrup. Oh, so no, it's well, really just grass is greener type of situation. Well, I guess. Well, the thing is, it, my, I was introduced to it in America. So mm-hmm. my first inter was with uh, corn yeah. syrup. And then I didn't find any in England until like 2017 when it when it started uh, being on the shelves over here. Mm-hmm. And it may, maybe in my head, I thought, oh, it's not the same. But may, maybe if I try the, the corn syrup one again, I'll be like, that is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> um, I love your value of McDonald's um, mm-hmm. for four dollars, like massive burger, like sure. a, a, a lake of Dr Pepper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they changed, the, like, because I I worked at a Taco Bell in the nineties, like late nineties. I'm I, and so for us, a a a, a small was sixteen ounces, a medium was twenty ounces, and a large was. 32 ounces. Okay. And now a small is freaking 20 ounces. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. And like a medium is 32 ounces. And I'm like, this is just too much stuff. I'm going to have to convert that into uh, English. Holy, that's more than a a pint. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They they give you this fucking cup when you order a medium drink. I'm like, I don't drink. I don't want this much. No, it's, it's, it's too much. I mean, that's why I only drink diet. Not that it's any, it's not as Mm. much better as I like to pretend it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I drink diet simply because I'm not supposed to have sugar, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or unsweetened tea. That's what I usually get is actually unsweetened tea. But even I, that's, I think, iffy in Taco Bell. Are there any drinks <laughs> that I... So I honeymooned in England and Scotland in 2014, and I'm trying to now think... No, 2014? 15? If you were in Scotland, you would have had Iron Brew, surely. Uh, yes, I did. It's the weirdest thing I've ever... It tastes like bubblegum so soda. Nice. It's so not nice. bad. I need to try it again. I, we, it just it threw me because I like it doesn't matter what you you give me. Like I I know a lot of friends who hate Twiglets. I, I love Twiglets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like uh, when I was there. I ate about a dozen Kinder Eggs over a two week period because you can't yeah. get them here anymore. So no, I heard that. Heard that. Uh, unless you go to what, certain shops in Burbank, what, I will what, tell you. What, they need, places what you America need to start doing is putting guns in their Kinder eggs. That's and exactly then be right. Fine. Every, like a little, like a little uh, derringer little where you can, yeah. you know, just just put it together. Mm-hmm. That'd be yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. That's a good point. You know, fuck the missed choking. opportunity. Missed you can't opportunity. choke on those things. Anyway, it's bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so that's basically all I did. I feel like I missed so much of the the splendor of the UK by mm-hmm. just eating the snacks. That is all I was there to do and spend time yeah. with my lovely wife. But it was still very much I was there to have hot uh, fish and chips. Yes, yes. Mm. That was before I stopped eating fish. We went to oh fuck, what's the name of the place? It's supposedly the oldest one in London. Oh god damn it, can't remember the name of it. But it was delicious. You know, served as it's supposed to be about this big fish. Yes, you know, you know that's they just was, take a fish, drip it in breading, and just pretty much. <laughs> it's not even dead. It was yeah, it was phenomenal. It was yes. So, so good. Uh, pay no attention to the people who say uh, that we eat cockles and mussels and eel pie. We don't. Um, if if you if you're ever holiday in, in England and you see a store that does cockles, mussels, and eels, right, and you think, oh, we well we're in England, no, we're, they are tricking you and they are laughing. So yeah, of course, <laughs> just like the little chimney sweeps who run around, they're they're paid actors. We all we all know that. Yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah. 
We ran I mean, I mean, it's like there's ha- hardly pay, an pay is a, is anymore. <laughs> The, the little the little boys who were picking my pockets just for my own entertainment it was adorable uh-huh. it was so sweet yes. um <laughs> sorry i just looked at the word trampedo again and it uh, <laughs> um so uh, first of all thank you for doing the show oh. um you are welcome back anytime of course thank you um, very much i know it's weird to try and actually schedule something like this but i would like you to tell the good people uh telling the people where they can find you what you would like uh, promote whatever you'd like to promote and then prepare because you will have one final statement to say uh, at the end of the show the very uh, very end okay am right. i saying it now oh. no no um, you promote yourself and then find something pithy we, to we say leave words of end. wisdom at the end of the show yes. is, is okay well um so I'm Frizz Frizzle, F-R-I-Z-F-R-I-Z-Z-L-E. I'm sure I'm in the title of the podcast episode or something. But that's my username literally everywhere. If you want to find me on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Pornhub, all the uh, all the social all the social medias. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where you can find me. I also have albums at frizzfrizzle.com. If you enjoy parody music such as uh, Weird Al or Tom Lehrer or Amateur Transplant, Bob Ritchie, that sort of sort of like uh, that's what I do. It's very short form parody songs. But I've got uh, five or six albums. I, I don't I don't know at time of recording. Um, but yeah, if you enjoy comedy music, do give me a look. Is that listen? That's that's the that's other. The that's the other word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you could you could look at it, but I don't think you get as much of the experience. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you don't, Dan. Unless oh. you can like, unless you can like sight read, like the audio lines. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think the like jokes would point. land as well. No. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you just sit there and you just read this. You're like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's, that's, that's the good shit. That's a, wow that, that one right there. That's a funny. That's a funny <laughs> spike right there. Uh. Dan, what would you like to promote, sir? Uh, check out our uh, podcast of Dyson Dens at odndpodcast.com, where you can. Find us playing D&D or Deadlands on our OD&D Presents. Uh, we just dropped a Halloween episode special uh, last week, so check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dgomiller, or just hit up my link tree to find all that stuff. That's link.tr, linktr.ee slash dgomi. You can find all my stuff there. Um, and then, you know, this show that Jay will probably mention. Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. It's me, Jason, the other co-host. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? Check out the Comedy on Vinyl podcast. By the time this comes out, that show is over. But that means the final episode, after almost 11 years, Weird Al Yankovic came on the show. What? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it took so fucking long. It took 10 years, and it took a lot of begging. <laughs> but he did it. Not not begging of him, by the way. The nicest person on the planet. So, oh, I know. Yeah, right. Sat down for an hour on <laughs> Zoom. He's my with idol. Him. Yeah. Why are, you, why are you waiting till minute fifty nine to, <laughs> to just I, drop the fact? Oh yeah, I hung out with Weird Al the other day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jay. Can I tell you though? I only announced it a few days ago, and I've been holding on to it since the end of May. I have uh, been waiting and waiting and waiting because wow. I didn't want to burn it uh, and have people have burnout. But yeah, that is uh, it's a fun episode. Dan's is the penultimate episode of the podcast because you know Dan is half the reason that show exists so go listen to that it's where we're talking about comedy records on vinyl those will stay up there i guess forever um so go go check those out uh just go to stolendress.com where all our other podcasts are i'm at jasonclom.com that's k-l-a-m-m uh or uh link tr.ee forward slash jasonclom i think it's my full name there um and now dan would you like to leave the people with some words of wisdom this week sure um as fun as it sounds do not have a french revolution using muppets yeah that's fair. You know mm-hmm. what? That's that's a good bit of advice. Frizz, 
do you have anything you'd like to leave the people with if you uh if you want to be famous uh plan a terrorist attack get caught and they'll be shouting and praising your name for the next 400 years <laughs> sounds like solid strategy yeah, really or, or in other words don't do terrorism that's uh <laughs> I, I think to put it in a sound bite i think i think that'll work <laughs> If you want to water it down and, and, and make it more succinct, that's sure. the best way to put it. Uh, well, uh, I'm just going to leave you with, uh, d- doesn't matter um, how uh, how much you might resent your own mother, never throw your mother under the trampedo. <laughs> also. That's the sound of revolution. That's the sound of revolution. <laughs> Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 747-248-6687. That's R-I-P-2-Humor with a U. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 725-165, Berkeley, Michigan, 48072. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Goodbye, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>